This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, everyone. Uh, this is Flats and uh, Shanks is on there. And I'm talking quite quickly because this is going to be quite a quick pod because we've got stuff to get on with. Hi, Tom. Have you ever listened to a podcast and realized you're on times two? It's going really, really, really quick. That's what it's going to be like on this one. It puts us on times two, you won't even understand us. This is on normal speed, this one. One to the twos to the threes. Um, yeah, we're, we're having a really quick podcast because um, we've decided that it's it's 8.58 now and we're going to be finished by 9.30. Isn't that right, David? That's right, that's right. Uh, what do you want to talk about? Brexit, uh, Turkish vote. Um, yeah, ba- what speed do you have your WhatsApp messages on when you listen to them? Um, normal, because I'm not a weirdo. I can't do it, mate. I, I've got... My dad, who only Elon a, Musk listens to him on times two, mate. And you, <laughs> and <laughs> you want Alan to Elon Sugar. Musk? Alan Sugar. I, my dad, who's a psychologist, reckons that if I rewind thirty years, and I'd be diagnosed with a couple of different things, and not like in a really lad way, but he's like you, you do have an issue with concentration. What'd you say to me? Um, you, you have an issue with concentration in that you can concentrate, just not for very long. Um, and my daughter's the same, unfortunately. But it's like. That's why reading has like saved me a little bit the last ten years because I just I didn't read a book for years and years and years and years and years because I just couldn't get myself to concentrate. But I taught myself, mm. and um, I cannot listen. I cannot listen to WhatsApp voice messages at normal speed if they're longer than yours are all right because yours are short and you do about six in a row. If it, but Michelle's ones are minimum ninety seconds every single time. She says what she's going to say in the first five seconds. But it's a minute and a half, and you've got to hang on in case some other gold gets dropped. But it is like no gold getting times dropped. Times one point five right? standard, standard. No, no goals getting dropped at the moment. No. <laughs> what are you no. on about? 
I was, I had um, catching turds. I'm, I was not, I'm name dropping now, but I had coffee yesterday morning with Joe Maddock, the former Bath and Saracens winger who has just been relieved of his duties mm-hmm. at Bath as a tack coach. Um, and he's a, obviously an old friend of mine and a, gra- a great bloke. And we had coffee yesterday, and then I met up. Then I had lunch with Francois Lowe and Jamie Roberts joined us because I saw Doc in the gym. Um, he wasn't working out. I was, obviously. Um, and um, What's he, he joined doing? us. He sounds. He looks. He seems to me like the kind of guy that do F45, whatever that is. I just know it's something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he'd wear, he actually, he'd wear really high shorts, like old rugby shorts, and a Ralph, a Ralph Lauren cap, you know, the ones that you like to wear. Been through the wash hundred times. Yeah. Um no, he's he actually looks quite normal in the gym, but he wasn't working out. He was daddy daycare because he doesn't have a job. Um he doesn't need one, does he? With Jamie wow. Roberts in his testimonial year. So he's have a couple of years off, mate. Does he walk around with a t shirt um, that says Roberts on the back? Twelve. <laughs> it says Shanklin on it. Um no, he's uh, no, he doesn't. You you wouldn't know. He doesn't. He wears lovely gears, um, mm. perfectly normal. But yeah, we were sort of talking about World Cup stuff, and there's there's the telly stuff, and then there's the what you and I call corporate. And everyone was like looking around, no one sort of wanted to say anything. And you've obviously got, I do the TV stuff, but those two are the legends, you know. And they don't. No one wants to talk about it. like Francois. You, you'd never know Francois played rugby if you met him, except to look at him. He doesn't mention it. He doesn't mention World Cups. Nothing like. And he's, but he was like, yeah, it's quite a lot of, there's sort of a lot of stuff happening. I said, I said, mate, what you're finding is probably that there's loads of, loads of ideas and no one's actually basically confirming anything. He's like, yes. I was like, yeah, that is unfortunately the way it goes. It's the logistics can be quite last minute. Um, People are asking me and I'm just saying, yeah, probably MasterCard. I've just made it up. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to sound really popular and a big dog. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, I think Mastercard. I think um, I'm not sure. The yet. Last, Nothing been confirmed. In, in Japan, I did some stuff with Mastercard actually, and um, it's like you got the 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 list of stuff through, and I'm like, right, I've got to do this, 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 and this on a day when I'm working and doing this and commentating and doing. I was like, oh god, this. Michelle's like, honestly, it'll be fine, and I was a little bit stressed about it because I'm like, I don't. And you get there, and there's this list of stuff you got to do. And you realise that all the Mastercard people were totally chilled, and everyone's mm. just having a beer with Dan Carter in the bar, not me. And it's just it's just the most chilled thing in the world. Just um, got the terms and conditions in. Have you at the bottom? It was great. It was actually genuinely. I'm not fifteen percent APR. I'm not, I'm not doing anything with them at this World Cup, but they they were very nice people to work with. Mm. Um, but yeah, so uh, that was a that was a nice day off yesterday. So I was up at sale on Sunday, which we'll talk about. But um, yeah. I'd, Jamie had the pork chop. Um, I was going to have the pork chop, but I was thinking... I thought Jamie would have the cow pie. <laughs> <laughs> who's, the, who's the bloke in Beauty and the Beast? Um, oh. Gaston? Gaston. <laughs> I thought Gaston would have the cow pie. Um, no, he had, the pork, he had the pork chop, and I was going to have the pork chop, because I've had it before, and it was great. And then... Um, Flo ordered the crispy chicken burger and I said, oh God, I said to the waitress and she goes, I said, what would you have? And she's like, the crispy chicken burger is mega. So it was, so, and you're a burger guy. It was so good, mate. Mm. Oh. Is he but, one of, do you think he looks after his diet? Is he like, 
John Barclay, I worked with John a bit, and he turns up to games, and you're the same as me, mate. You turn up, you're looking for food. You might have to go to one of the burger vans, yeah. hot dog vans. Humble, chips, humble. Whatever, yeah, you know, you'll have some sweets on you. Yeah. He brings homemade soup. What? In a flask. Like he's going camping. But I've always got on all right with him. Mm. He has some wicked trousers on at the weekend. You know, like oh, everything's Christ. sort of quite fitted now. You know, people yeah. wear skinny jeans, tapered yeah. jeans. He had a pair of trousers. Tights, yeah. He had a pair of trousers on from Reese. And they were the type of trousers that Ian Wright would wear. I know exactly what you mean. Mm. Um, Ian Wright can wear them, but on anyone else, they look try too hard fashion. I said, what are you doing, mate? Parkour. Are you a street runner? <laughs> you're the worst You're the worst bloke to turn up to, though. You know that. <laughs> of course I do. You've got so much room in there. I saw, who was it, was wearing um, funny trousers the other day at a golf day, the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, so. Nicky Robinson. Nicky Robinson. He yeah. had a pair of, I can't remember who it is. It's like Van Royten or Van Royten. That's a South African. And he started wearing them a couple of years ago. They're like proper tapered trousers like you're riding a bike to work and you've sort of put your little trouser clips I on. I actually think they look nice. You get cold ankles. But it's one of those things. It's like when white boots first come out, you've got to be good to wear white boots. He's got a handicap of 20 and he's oh wearing like tight trousers, um, ankles on show, leather foot joys. And, you're thinking, and he's shite. And you're thinking, come on, mate. You topped off the first tee. Mate, I was with Matt Banahan the other night on Friday night and he plays off scratch. Did you mm. know that? Yeah. I mean, he's addicted to golf, but there are lots of people who play a lot of golf who don't play off scratch. What do mm. you play off? Um, 6.5. That is, that's exceptional. But I saw a scratch, meme. Mate. I saw like a meme or a photo and it was like every lad, once they hit mid-30s, their life will be taken up by one of these. <laughs> I and saw one that. Was, one was golf. One was like... Cars, one barbecue, was barbecue, and the other was lawn. <laughs> yeah, and mate, honestly, I looked at that and laughed because I am—I've got a small lawn, you know, in our little garden. But I am obsessed with it. Mm. But I can't do a huge amount with it. But I've just been investigating getting um, green thumb. You know, you see the green thumb vans drive around. So what green thumb come and do is you look—they basically spray special <laughs> stuff on your lawn. And all the little weeds and all the little anomalies that aren't pure grass disappear and you just end up with a snooker table for a lawn. Mm, can, you and, get, can you get a brown thumb? Well, I got... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can. You can also do that. It's cheaper. But I got a little quote for our little beds. lawn and it was like, you know, £19,000 or something. It wasn't, but it was like, yeah, we come every so often and we do this, we charge that. I was like, mm. shit, that's like servicing a Porsche. And, like, and it, the lawn is actually fine. Mm. I'm all right, thanks. Um, so I'm not, I might not do that, but I am <laughs> kind of obsessed with it. The, what you need, if you want a healthy lawn, I've said it again, before I say it again, is a robot mower. Yeah, I, I had new turf last year because my garden done, but it's, I think it's the weather, the kids playing on it, it's looking quite bare, so I'm going to have to put a load of seed onto it. But there's, there's nothing like mowing your lawn and then sitting down after you mowed it and having a look back at it and thinking, mm, good Just job. Just a bit. <laughs> haven't need to trim the edges but can't be asked haven't charged up the strimmer yep but trust me uh if you put a bit of seed down get it going and you you get a robot mower 
and get it all wired in and do the little tweaking and get it right, mm. your lawn will go from strength to strength because it does, does a millimetre of mulching every day. It's brilliant. If my lawn was a haircut, it would be Martin Keown, Jamie Roberts. It's the same, same <laughs> style at the moment with a little bit of flats and shanks around the place. <laughs> Uh, Jamie Roberts' uh, wife, lovely wife, said to me yesterday that I should join in um, their small group personal training session at the gym. Instead of doing weights, I should go and join in with them. And honestly, you know, like it used to be when we went to the gym at Bath Uni with the Bath team, there were members that would say, it, "Can you any chance they can have their separate area? Because we're intimidated by them because they're all wearing vests. They're all big and loud and lifting massive weights. And we were really chuffed that we're intimidating the public. But... Um, I have genuinely would be intimidated to join. It'd be a couple of mums they do it with. I couldn't join that group because they do like loads of flexibility and jumping around and yogery type stuff and movement. Hit and stuff. I just, mm. mate, I am honestly, I'm not as bad as Haskell, but I'm like a poppadon, mate. Mm. I'm that flexible now. I'm with you, mate. Not as bad as Hask. He is, he is in trouble. Like he's in physical trouble. He looks great, but he is yep. seizing up. I'm not. He is a breeze block. Yeah, he's he's terror. Um, he, he was at uh, Tyndall's golf day on Friday, but I didn't see him because I had to shoot off. But apparently, yeah. apparently he was good. A DJing, he is really good, and he's one of those guys that people love to say, "I bet he's crap," or he went, he did my mate's student union. Apparently, he's terrible. Yeah. He should stick to the rugby chat. He's not. He is really good. I've seen him a few times, and he's he's a vibe, mate. He's an absolute vibe. You know, last year at the golf at Tyndall's golf day. Austin Healy ran into me with a golf buggy on purpose. Yeah. Said the brakes didn't work, but they did work because I tested <laughs> it. And I snapped his putter after the round and put it back <laughs> in his bag. Yeah. And then he pulled out a week later. He had no putter. Yes. <laughs> so I said to Tins, I said to Tins, mate, when you do the welcome on the pudding green with a mic, can you, can you let me make an announcement, please? And he said, yeah, no problem. So he said, welcome. And he said, um, There'll be a few announcements today, but the first one, um, I'd like to invite Shanks to come up. So everyone's there. Um, it's like 150 people, celebs, the lot. And I get on the mic and I say, thanks, Mike. I went, oh, God, I didn't think I'd be as nervous as this. Um, <laughs> then, then I explained what happened last year and I said, you know, I was... They wanted to ban me from the event for an act of aggression um, because, you know, Austin, the brakes didn't work, and I, but I thought they did. And there's a, there was a mix-up, and I snapped his putter, and, you know, I had to plead with Mike, Zara, and Autumn um, to, to let me back on this trip, and they have. And who, who I called Summer once <laughs> by accident. A bit embarrassing. Yeah. As, um, and as a, um, as a token of respect and rugby values, um, I've, I've bought the exact putter... That I snapped um, last year, and um, the exact replica, the exact size. So Austin, would you come up and accept this as a sorry? And he came up, and I pulled out his putter. It was my boy's putter. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered if you were going to say that. <laughs> it was tiny. <laughs> and the best thing was, and you'd be looking for me all day. I know it. Um, <laughs> and the best thing was I had to shoot off after the goal so he couldn't even try and get me back. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I was hoping you were going to say that. Yeah. 
That's great. Well yeah. done, mate. Yeah, I've been pla- I've been planning it for a year. And then yeah, and then I had to say yeah, and then he started messing around with it. I said, let me have a look at that, and he passed it to me. I said, thank you. That's my boy. So I have to take it back to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Already snapped it. Yeah, I know. I made sure everything was hidden, like my clubs were hidden. He didn't know where they were. Yeah, good prep. So, well done, yep. mate. Yep. Well done. That is good prep. Yeah. Um, thank you. Uh, so I'm off to Leeds today, which is one of the reasons we've got to be sharpish. I've got a lovely, do a lovely thing tonight. I'm, gonna, I'm name dropping again, but can you can we all just get over it? Um, oh, mate, John Inverdale. John Inverdale actually got in contact and said, "My friend, for some reason, would like you to um, go and speak at his events." I'm doing that in Leeds for Night Frank this uh, later on, but I've got to go to Leeds. I've got to go to Leeds and back in a day, which is Ooh. it's four hours from Bath in the car. And what, time, truth? what time's the gig? I was good. The truth is, Tommy, I was gonna just get a driver. Because yeah, they mate, didn't. Ollie. They didn't offer as they as they should. They don't need to offer. It's too late. I can't get a train. It's too late to finish to get a train home, which is also four hours, by the way. But I have to be back tonight, and I was gonna get a driver. And my mate normally does it for me. You know, my best mate slash staff, Ollie. He can't do it. Mm. So, the, do you want the truth? I would have had to pay full price. And it was like 700 quid and I was just 600. And I was like, do you know what? I'd rather stop and lay by for a sleep and have a Costa Express and save myself all that money. So I'm driving myself. How I'm much humble. money do you reckon I can make if I was your driver a year? Oh, mate, I'd, I'd tell him I'm going to pay him. I've never paid him. The channel's like, oh, yeah, I'll sort you out, mate. I'm not sorting him out. You could be like... Um, not a lot is the truth. Like Entourage. I'll just work for you. Um, someone told me that Snoop Dogg pays someone um, $40,000 a year to roll his blunts, <laughs> who's one of his mates from childhood. He rolls his blunts, which I guess are joints or similar. Um, he rolls his blunts for him for 40 bags. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I love shit like that. I, I read somewhere that Mika Richards gets his hair cut like three times a week and it's it costs like 400 quid. Um, I did see a thing on Instagram with... Mika, Micah, Micah Richards mm. on the touchline and it was like this is his outfit and it's like boom, boom, boom and it was mate it's like it's mad like platinum Patek Philippe watch is one thing but then it's the shoes no socks obviously trousers, shirt, jacket he was just looked he looked amazing like he yeah. looked not try hard he just looked immaculate and because he's when you're you can pull it off when you've just got a personality like his and he's just evidently just a wicked bloke with an amazing sense of humour, nobody sees him looking like that and thinks he's trying too hard or he's a knob or he's a no. show-off because he's not. He's just a wicked bloke with some cash. Is there anything like, I would say? Like I love him. With Yeah, so do I. He's the foil for a lot of them. Um, the CBN stuff they do. Um, I think it's Kate Upton. Um, mm. I, remember, I can't remember who it is, but him, Carragher and Henri... It's brilliant. Oh, it's brilliant, mate. It's it so is good. brilliant. I reckon yep. that's the best platform and they've got the best content. It's yep. fun and it's and it's also technical as well. Um but he's gonna he's going he's the type of player, former player, that will need a new wardrobe every sort of six months because mm. he wears it tight and then all of a sudden he's gonna go through a stage where he can't train as much, so he's going to get bigger. He needs new clothes. I'm at that stage now. So I've gone from a a large Ralph Lauren shirt to an XL. Oh, dear. Yeah, and I'm trying to do my shirts up. And the buttons, I mean, 
I've had to change the thread to fishing wire, but it still doesn't look great. <laughs> yeah, it's a, um, on that, I went to the GP yesterday, which I never do, but Freya forced me to bring the GP for an emergency appointment. Not an emergency appointment, an on-the-day appointment. I've basically had a sore throat for about six weeks, eight weeks, and because I talk a lot, it never gets better. So, and I talk for a living. She made me go, and they've given me antibiotics, which is lovely, but they said, I said, I'll... Um, I was doing a medical the other day for some... I had to fill out a form for life insurance stuff to switch my life insurance. Um, and um, they were like, what's your blood pressure? I said, well, I don't know. So I thought, oh, I'll get it measured at the GPs. They've got a machine, you stick a token in. Blood pressure, not ideal, but not amazingly high, but higher than it should be. So I'll have a look at that. But then uh, the doctor was like, yeah, but if you've had a busy half an hour, your blood pressure's higher. So if you tested it when you woke up in the morning, there's a good chance that would be fine. So don't worry. But wait... 130 kilos on the nose. Um, height. Oh, here we You're go. not going to like this. Here we go. 5'11 and a half. You're not going to like this, mate. Mm. Six foot one. Got better posture now, have you? I'm not six foot one, <laughs> but I took. I'm taking it. Mm. Well, one. No, it said 188 centimeters. Is what it said. Okay. So what's that? But I had my trainers on. Well, yeah. It's 188 centimetres, but they're not five. So I took a few centimetres off and it was 6'1". And I Take thought, out oh, your like that. Yeah. Yeah, got off my tiptoes. Um, but you're 130 kilos, mate. That is, um, that's big. Mm-hmm. It's bigger than Dan Cole. When's it due? I know, I know. But I'm, it's difficult because yeah, I'm I the same, love mate. eating food. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm quite strong. I'm quite strong at the moment. Like our gym's going all right and all that stuff. So it's like it's not all bad weight. It's just there's a lot of it. I rode today. Did you? Mm. You're worried about the weight, aren't you? Yeah. It's just it's just my clothes, mate. Like down below, fine, but yeah. just up top, uh, I'm just I can't wear any shirts. Yeah. I have to keep wearing a t-shirt underneath them and leave it open. The thing is to be crass for a minute. I actually thought to myself a little while ago that I've got nice jackets and shirts and stuff that you wear on TV all the time. And because I know like some guys like to wear crazy stuff on air, but I'm not, I'm not cool enough to wear that. And I'm not, that's not my scene. So I'd, if I'm doing an international, if I'm doing the Champions Cup final on Saturday, which I am, I will wear smart trousers, a smart shirt and a smart jacket. I won't try and reinvent the wheel and wear, you know, a Dior headband with diamonds in it. Yeah, like, go vanilla. I get it. I'll go vanilla, but I'll go classy, classic. Um, but No, not labelled. No, you won't see any labels, but I have to have everything made because of my odd physique. <laughs> so I actually went back to the tailors I've used before. <laughs> I don't know why I found. <laughs> I do. I, do. I, I, could, I can go and buy stuff off the rack and have it altered. It never fits properly. Yeah. It always looks shit. Always. Every single time. I can tell a mile off. So it's like, right. So I went back to the tailor I've used before and he's got my you know, patents and stuff. And he's like, you'll do a quick remeasure and adjust a few things. And it's like, right, what are you thinking? I was like, well, I'm thinking three jackets, uh, three jackets and, you know, I don't know, five shirts. So what do you reckon that costs? Three, jacket, room I go. three jackets and yeah. five shirts. Yeah. Um, oh, well, jackets are quite expensive. I'd go grand. 10 grand. 3,000 quid a jacket, 200 quid a what, shirt. What, are you wearing like Egyptian cotton? No, mate, it's bespoke. It's bespoke. It, there's made to measure and there's bespoke. So made to measure is different. 
bespoke is literally like a roll of fabric and they start from scratch so that it actually fits. Oh, yeah. Because made to measure, like if you, you get made to measure, what they do is they get, they call it a block, they get the closest jacket that fits you. So one that's a bit too big for you and then they cut it back. But for me, I've got the arms of a T-Rex. So you just, cut, you, you just cut the end, yeah, arms like a crocodile. You cut the ends off my sleeves. The bit that's meant to be big for like the middle of your arm is around my wrist. So the bit around my wrist is huge. It's like a, like a wizard sleeve, like a wizard. Mm. And then it's like, oh, pull, we'll pull the front in because... For the size of my chest, I've got a bit of a gut, obviously, but for the size of my chest, my gut isn't that big. So, you know, so actually yeah. they can't pull it in enough. So I could, you, can fit, you could fit a basketball in between my stomach and the buttons, even when they've pulled it in, or a rugby ball. It's like, are it they, looks terror. Are they foreign, the tailors? No. Oh. Because I can just imagine them, like, talking in a foreign language when they're measuring you up. <laughs> <laughs> do a job on this bloke. <laughs> Look at the state of this guy. What is he? <laughs> See the car he rocked up in. Let's do a job on him. It's not my car, mate. Um, yeah, 10 grand. And I was like, can we do any better than that? And he's like, well, yeah, we could, you know, maybe if we, you know, don't have, if you don't have one of the jackets, then it's only seven grand. I was yeah. like, no, no, that's not doing any better. That's just not having one of the things. Maybe don't put your initials on it. Yeah. No, not monogram. No extras. Oh. I don't need extras. Don't need any of that, any flash stuff, just a jacket. Mate, three bags of jacket. Ooh, don't, I tell you what. Serious gear, mate. Bubs, I can't, I'm not doing it, obviously. Bubs be listening to this shitting himself now. Because he's after Bubs. some, he's after some um, bespoke shirts. Thing is, Tommy, there's bespoke and there's bespoke. Most people's bespoke is actually, are now I'm learning, is made to measure. It's not bespoke. So I've got made to measure shirts, which are absolutely fine. Wear them all the time; they're fine. But I've got a couple of bespoke shirts, and they are they are completely different to wear, and they look completely different. It is, it is not a myth. Like Savile Row has not survived and thrived all these years, on. Like it's not made up; it's the stuff genuinely fits better and looks better. Mm. Like so, do you have to? Do you get someone to make your shoes as well? Or are you okay? <laughs> I've got. I can just buy shoes. That is handy. Um, I can just get shoes, but I don't. I love the plat- I I'll have the platypuses, please. <laughs> yeah, I have the human skin leather. But it is. Uh, yeah. No. I was like, oh, World Cup coming up. I might just refresh the wardrobe a bit. Ten bags for three jackets. Uh, I'm not, I'm not yeah. Michael Richards. I'm mate. all. I'm all right, but I do. I I do need a new wardrobe now. And part of that is because I, I I still lift as well, so I still do a lot of chest. My chest is quite. Oh, it's big and strong. It's pretty good. It's, it's pretty strong. good. Um, chest down, terror. But yeah. um, yeah, I've um, I've moved up a size. I'm no longer a size zero. So, oh, Tommy. Yep. Well, yep. middle-aged spread boy. Mm. Um, we got. By the way, we got Eight. seven and a half minutes yep. left of this pod. Yep. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. 
eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Owen Farrell was amazing. No, um, we haven't finished yet. Oh. Um, so Jamie Roberts' is due on the Wednesday went to, which is yep. great. Uh, the phonics were great. It looked amazing. Yep. Yeah, really good. It was so busy, but didn't have loads of time to go network because there were so many people in the room. But it was great to see him. Um, Tins was on the mic. Very good. Very funny. Mike Phillips is on there. Strange and funny at the same time, if that can be. Um, I it think. can. Yeah, of course yep. it can. You've mastered it. <laughs> I, I, th- I think he's taken over me. I think he's taken over my mantle. <laughs> um, but it, it was wicked and... And Bass did an amazing job. Johnny Gould did an amazing job. Um, Thursday, headed up to Belfry. Had to get to Tins's do Mike Tindall's golf day night before. So, had uh, a few beers in the evening there. Oops. Yeah. Bit of food. A couple of beers. It was just nice. Quite a lot of people turned up there. Um, Played golf on the Friday. Walked like 11 miles on Friday, which is quite a lot. Carried my bag as well through that the whole day. And then... Headed off to Dublin in the evening, uh, Friday evening from East Midlands. Got Ryanair across, and then worked the uh, worked the final on Saturday, which was great. Um, proper big presentation. All the lads were there. Myself, John Barkley in his weird trousers, Stephen Ferris, uh, Rob Carney. Um, who else was there? Danny Pullman. Oh, Danny, 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 and. Um, Wally was there, David Wallace, Ross Harris hosted, and Ryle Nugent was the um, co-com, uh, first commentator. <sighs> yeah, so busy, busy day, had a couple of beers after, which was great, but um, I'm glad it's Tuesday now. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's a busy week this week for me, Tommy. But um, you've had a busy. You've got a nice little day off today, but Tomorrow, gets busy. You're running for me yesterday, but that's fine. Mm. That's fine, Tommy. We're all we're doing. We've got stuff to do. That's nice. Yeah. It? So anyway, Owen Farrell. He was fantastic. Um, he was fantastic. Uh, thought he was great. Thought Jackson Ray was brilliant in his last home game for Saris. Um, Makavunapola was. Indecently industrious. Saris looked great. I was really disappointed with Saints, actually. I love watching them this season, as has everybody else. Um, they didn't do it in attack. They went a bit one-dimensional in the first half. 
sort of trying to brick wall it and it didn't work. Adam Powell, the Sarri's defence coach, is clearly on his game because they're defending brilliantly. Marrow was excellent. Um, Itoji was absolutely excellent. Um, um, so that was a, it wasn't the best semi-final I've ever seen because it felt like pretty much quarter of an hour in you knew who was going to win it and you weren't wrong. Um, yeah. Whereas I went up to Sale on Sunday, way better game because it was closer. Um Really, really good. Leicester had a few opportunities they missed. Um, Sale looked... George Ford was excellent. Owen Farrell has set the standard. I mean, he was the best player of the weekend. Um, but it tees up a nice final with those two going against each other head-to-head. But when it really counted, Sale produced the magic. George Ford and Sale produced the quality to score when the pressure was on. But they've lost Ben Curry. He looked like he did his hammy quite badly yeah. doing a jackal. I mean, I'm not, I don't know, but it, it looked like, I looked at Topsy and we're both like hammy off the bone. That looked horrible on crutches afterwards. They've lost um, Dan Dupree as well um, in the back row. He looks like he did his shoulder or arm. He came off looking a lot of pain. So they are dropping, unfortunately. Um, they've got Cobus Visa, the big fella. He's out as well. So they're missing some big bits of meat going into that final. Um but Manu was good. Manu was really, really good. Um, they they do, it'll be a, I think there's every chance it'll be an excellent final, but you watch Sarri's at the moment. I said this last year and they lost, but you struggle to see anyone beating them. They look brilliant. Mm. But very pleased for Al Sarnison to be in a final. Good on him. Uh, yeah. It'll be, uh, it'll be a brilliant game. We've got the European Cup final, obviously, first. Um, yep. I'm not sure if it's going to re- be a repeat of last year for Leinster. Really not. Um, I think they're going to win. I think there's a team that can beat them. It is La Rochelle, the size with the power. And Leinster lost at the weekend to Munster. And sometimes that's a good thing before a massive game. They lost in the semis to Munster, 16-15. Yeah. Um, doesn't sound like a great game by the scoreline, but... But it was. By God, David, it was... Epic, yeah. It just had every like it was so physical. Like neither team gave an inch, and it was just Munster plugging away. Leinster defence, Leinster on the break, then Munster plugging away, getting them back into it, plugging away. Um, and there was a try at sixty third minute. Uh, McCarthy scored, and you sort of Joe McCarthy, and you thought, ah, this is it now. Leinster pulling away, but. They didn't, and Jack Crowley got a drop kick right at the end under a massive amount of pressure. And he moved from 10 to 12 because Ben Healy came in at 10, and who was very good. Um, and Munster deserved to win. They deserved to win. Leinster obviously picked not their first team because they arrested them for La Rochelle, but they still had Henshaw. They still had Conan. Uh, Max Deegan was good. Um, Jimmy O'Brien, Kelleher. But, mate, I was so impressed with Munster. And because because it's all seeded in the URC, so whoever's the top seed um, through to the final will get the home draw. Everyone thought Leinster were going to beat Munster and it was going to be Leinster Stormers in Dublin. But yeah. it's not. Because Munster beat Leinster. The Stormers beat Connaught. So then the Stormers are a higher place than Munster. So the final's in Cape Town. In about you 12 are. days. Might be going across. Not sure. Are you going to go? Storm was great. Manny Lebock was was amazing. Willem Sir 
was class. So many good players in that team. At the wingers, Zass and David's amazing. Um, yeah. Up front, they're just Franz, Matt Herbert, Ki um, Stephen Kitsoff. Proud of the go. Yeah, brilliant. They look really good. And it's tough tough for Connacht to, to go there. Um, but we all thought the Stormers would be coming to Ulster because Ulster were um, second in the league, but because Connacht beat Ulster, they had to go to the Stormers. So, yeah, there's a lot of to and fro at the moment, but all we know is the final is Stormers versus Munster in Cape Town. Two weeks' time. Fantastic. Yep. Yep. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll yeah. come with you. Do you want to come? I'll come with you. I'll come with you. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tom, it's 9.30. Yep. That is it. Well done, everyone. Yep. Um, After Leeds, I'm eating Martin Wood for a coffee this afternoon. Remember Woody? Nope. You remember Woody? Yes, nope. you do. Yeah, of course I do. Looks like Eamon Holmes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I rang him yesterday. I said, did you get my message last week? Yeah, I got it. Why don't you reply? Flats, I cannot be asked, mate, with texting and WhatsApping. I said, what about calling? Or calling. I just don't like it, mate. Just come and see me or I'll come and see you. And that's all we need, isn't it? I was like, yep, 100%, mate. Should we cut this phone call off and I'll see you? Yeah. Cheers, pal. That was it. I haven't spoken to him for like a year. Hates his phone. I'm the same. I take Can't it doesn't work in communications, no? No. no of course not. No. I, I hate it as I can't keep up with the comms. Um, all right, look. Love you, everyone. Bye. Well done, Tom. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.